The Apostle Paul warned us in several sections of Scripture to be careful about being around people who are scornful or people who are speaking things of this world to work out our own salvation in fear and trembling. I don't think I could have been around my Church of Christ cousin and done the work of God that is assigned to me. I couldn't even be around my other cousin who was so secular and spoke the things of the flesh. She wasn't immoral, but she spoke all this wisdom of man that I know to be contrary to what God has said. I don't think I could have been around her and survived. I never was mean to either one of the cousins, but it would have been very hard for me to continue with them. Usually, I just spoke from the Bible and they didn't want to be around me. There is a tennis coach that's a neighbor of ours, and she was speaking one day. She wanted to win. She says, I want to win, and she meant it tennis. Later, I was thinking about her and her wanting to win and how much I know we will win because we are following God and following what he tells us. It's not a matter of wanting to win. We will win. But I'm very careful with myself, and you better be too. Work out your own salvation. You can really deceive yourself into thinking You can be around those relatives who go to those various denominations and believe differently than you believe. And you think you can live in peace with them and not be affected by them because we want to be around them. But you're risking everything by doing that. One time I told my mother, you can go down, but I'm not going to go with you. She straightened up. She said, I don't want you to go down. And she ended up being born again. Oftentimes, I will be dealing with somebody in a church group or a pastor, especially pastors. I'll be dealing with a pastor, and I give him the message, and he doesn't have any understanding at all, and I can tell he doesn't. I have to walk away. I can deliver the message, but then I have to walk away because it would drain me so much to stay around him. And I could be destroyed. I believe I could be destroyed. I have to be careful. Deliver the message and then leave them alone. If they have no spark of understanding, it is because God has not given them understanding. You can't do anything. But do deliver the message if the door is open to deliver the message. And then depart. Don't try to keep delivering the message. Very often the devil will use that little technique, which is like, oh, you didn't say it quite right. You should have given them such and such. That's just devils trying to destroy us. Paul said, we're not unaware of the works of the devil. And we're not. So deliver the message and depart. And keep yourself in peace. You can't live in peace with them. That's the situation.
But you don't have to be mean to them. Just speak what the scripture says and leave them alone. I know our flesh wants to pick up the phone and say, how are you doing? Well, we know how they're doing because we've already delivered the message and see they have no understanding. So control your own flesh is what Paul is saying. Work out your own salvation in fear and trembling. Jesus warned us about the last days. Matthew 24, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. And I think that's the love of many for the word of God will wax cold, because the iniquity is abounding. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Matthew 24. He also spoke in Matthew 24 and said, starting at verse 21, For then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. I keep that scripture in my collection of scriptures and review it every once in a while to give me courage and strength because for the elect's sake, the days will be shortened. Something happened to me recently that was just so severe. I called out to God and said, I don't know if I can survive this. Someone had done something. Now I can't even remember which person had done something. But someone had done something, and I was just grieved over it, and I talked to God about it. I said, except the days are shortened, no flesh will be saved. You might want to shorten my days. But be encouraged to know that the days will be shortened. This tribulation you're going through will be shortened. In Titus chapter 3, verses 9 through 11, the Apostle Paul said, But avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and striving about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. A man that is an heretic, after the first and second admonition, reject, knowing that he that is such is subverted and sinneth, being condemned of himself. After the first and second warning, reject them. I was working with a pastor recently, and I gave him two warnings. And then I told Pam, if he contacts us again, just tell him I've delivered all the messages that I have received from God, and if I hear anything else, I'll let him know. It's too difficult. They can pull you down. They can make you so tired you can miss something. Jesus once told us to beware of surfeiting, which is overindulgence. And I think this is part of it, just to continue to try to work with a person who does not have understanding from God. And this isn't going to work. Warn them a couple of times and then avoid them. This is a very dangerous time. Paul said in the last days, 
perilous times would come. He said they are always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Have you ever seen anyone like that? We've certainly had people in our own church group who were that way. Eventually they left us after 39 years. It's a very dangerous time. The churches have fallen away from Scripture, set up other doctrines, that's the apostasy, that is Antichrist in the churches. Paul said it would happen, and it has happened. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, Let no man deceive you by any means, for the day of the Lord shall not come except there come a falling away first. And God said to me, the falling away are not people leaving the church group, it's churches leaving the scriptures. And by the churches leaving the scriptures, Antichrist comes in and makes himself known. That man of sin shall be revealed the son of perdition as this falling away takes place. As they fall away from scriptures, the man of sin is revealed because the door is open for him to come into the church. The restraint against Antichrist that was keeping him out was the word of God. When they removed specific scriptures, he came in. Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worship, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself to be God. He was coming through the churches, Antichrist coming through the churches. The Apostle John tells us that in 1 John Chapter 2, verse 18, he said, Little children, you've heard of Antichrist. He's already here. There are many Antichrists that came among us. They left us, but they came among us for a little while. I'm paraphrasing that. You can read it for yourself. First John chapter 2, verses 18, 19. Now they were keeping and holding fast in John's church to the scriptures. So at that time, these Antichrist people came into the church, but they didn't remain. And he said by leaving, they showed us they were not of God. But today, the whole churches have fallen away from scripture and set up other doctrine, especially about the subject of divorce and remarriage, and even other sins, such as homosexuals. Some churches, even a Baptist church recently announced that they were welcoming all homosexuals. Well, the Baptist Convention put them out of the Baptist Convention. But then the Baptist Convention said to the news media, we put them out because they didn't follow our tradition. They didn't even cite scripture. That's the way the deterioration comes about. God showed me, when you speak something, cite the scripture. Speak the scripture. On homosexual lesbians, it would be Romans chapter 1, verses 26-27. You may even think, oh, I know this. Well, it's good for us to hear it again. Paul said that he repeated things several times because it was safe for them Good for them to hear it multiple times. So Romans 1, 26 through 28. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. 
and likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. So if anyone asks me about what do you think about homosexuals and lesbians, I just tell them, well, I can tell you what God says about it. And I quote Romans chapter 1 verse 26 through 28. Or if I can't quote it, I pick up a Bible and just read it to them. This is what God says about it. The Catholic Church set up many abominations, but at one time they did teach that it was wrong to divorce, but they didn't teach the scripture. And this is where God says to me, teach the exact scripture, show them the exact scripture. Don't just say it's wrong. Show them why it's wrong according to the scriptures. So if you have to, just keep a little Bible with you and read the scripture to the person. If somebody at work asks you about it, how can you get fired for reading the Bible? Say, well, this is what the Bible says. And then they probably won't want to ask you anymore what you think. They'll leave you alone. Unless they're really of God. There was a Catholic woman who used to visit me all the time. She loved to visit me. And she would speak wisdom of this world, sayings of this world. And I would say to her, I want to build my house on the word of God. And what you've just spoken is not the word of God. And sometimes I could quote a scripture to her. But then she would disappear for a few weeks and then she would call me and she'd be back in my life. And she would invariably tell me some worldly saying that I knew was not the word of God. And I would tell her the same thing again and she would leave me alone for a while. Sometimes she'd leave me alone for a month or a few weeks or sometimes a year or two years, but she would always come back. And I always told her the same thing. I want to build my house on the Word of God. And sometimes I would read a scripture to her. You certainly don't have to hate the person that happens to be a homosexual or lesbian. But if they come around you and ask you, if you support this, then that's when you share the Bible with them. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.